You know what time it is. Let's go. Friday, baby. Friday, TGIF edition of the show. And as much as I enjoy making my appearances on the Paul Feinbaum show, this is what I enjoy the most, talking to you, the Alabama Crimson Tide faithful, right here on the hottest show on the streets, the number one forum for Bama football news in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, your liaison of conversation in terms of Tide football. Touchdown, Alabama Magazine, bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham. So happy, thrilled, excited to have everybody tune in to the show on today. Got a lot to talk about, a lot to break down, a lot to discuss. We're bringing you the show. We stream the show to you through YouTube. Go ahead right now, give us a thumbs up on the show. Hit that subscribe button, like the show, turn on those notifications so that way you can have all the updates, news, notes, alerts on your favorite program. Also, not only streaming to you through YouTube, but we got you covered here through Facebook and through Twitter as well. So no excuse for you not to be tuned in, locked and loaded onto the number one ticket for Bama Football News. Gotta shout out my man John Ivory, my brother from another mother one time. In that production studio, like I said, excited to, to, to be hitting you with a lot of things, a lot of news, a lot of notes, a lot of nuggets to uh, discuss on today. And we want you guys being a part of the show. And you do this by calling 205-448-1358. That's the number right there to let your voice be heard. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205 448 Five, eight. Definitely want to hear from you. That daily super chat goes $75 there. Jimmy Clay has already hit the goal with the $100 Benjamin Franklin. Put it in the bag for Jimmy, the baddest man in the, in the land. Clay here, that $100 donation come from our own Jimmy Clay. Appreciating the love, starting us off strongly from him. But like I said, for all of you, that super chat goal, $75. Super chat go right there. But before we get into topic number one of the conversation tonight, I, I, our, my heart and the heart of everybody here at TDA, deepest condolences go out to the family of Earl Simmons, better known as DMX, who passed away today at the age of 50 years of uh, at the age of 50 years old due to complications from the uh, coronavirus here. And for DMX, this was somebody I grew up watching take over the music industry at the turn of the century. I mean, people talk about Rockefeller and what Jay-Z and those guys did. People talk about Bad Boy with Diddy and, and Biggie and Mason and those guys. People talk about Cash Money Records with Birdman, Slim, Wayne, Juvenile, BG, Turk. People talk about No Limit Records with Master P and C. Murder and his crew and all of those guys were phenomenal. But at the turn of the century, nobody did it with the ferocity that DMX and Rough Riders did it. I mean, you had DMX, you had the locks, you had Eve, you had Jada Kiss. Like, Rough Riders was Rough Riders. Like, DMX, the real deal here, the, the raw, unrefined MC of hip-hop. Nobody did it with the zeal, with the fire, with an energy that DMX had. I mean, I remember, you know, when, of course, it was, B, it was uh, VH1's Behind the Music and, uh, you know, people sat there and they talked about how the, the, you, the, you recognize, you believe Jay-Z. 
not Jay, he's a young Jeezy. He had that quality about him that you believed him through it all. And uh, DMX had that same quality. He could tap into so many emotions in your sensory, whether they were happy, joyful, pain, didn't matter what it was, DMX tapped into your emotions. I grew up a huge DMX fan, so uh, rest in peace to you know, Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family. Guys, shout out Senator Hines, also the man. Senator Hines, that $19.99 donation coming from him, the pimp of the Blue Wrench Gang. But we give it now topic number one of the conversation. And this goes to the second scrimmage, which is taking place on Saturday inside Bryant-Denny Stadium, previewing to you the second scrimmage, some questions, some thoughts, some concerns that you, the Tide Nation, have. And first and foremost, as we look into the second game like practice, we have to discuss the quarterbacks and the offensive line uh, together, right? So uh, the quarterbacks, we all know, uh, Bryce Young went out there, had a huge first scrimmage, you know, four touchdown passes for him. Uh, you know, Paul Tyson did some things also in that first scrimmage. But the offensive line, though the defense really dominated the Alabama offensive line, you know, in that first game like practice, walking guys into the backfield. You know, Coach Saban talked about how you know, the, the front group in uh, the first scrimmage had, you know, they, they had the that their heads were swimming a little bit, didn't have their seam legs under them. You know, when you're facing a experienced uh, veteran defense, those types of things will happen. So, but this time around, you, you got to look at, will the quarterbacks get better protection here in this second scrimmage? And this is a big thing here because I go back to, to last year here for just a moment when Bryce Young entered games in 2020, more times than not, he had that second-team group on the offensive line. Now, the one time he did enter the game and the first-team group was still out there, that was the touchdown pass he threw to, De to Devontae Smith against Kentucky. But more times than not, had the second-team group out there. So now that second-team unit going into the first-team unit due to Evan Neal – and, you know, Chris Owens are the only two, you know, starters and more so Evan Neal than Owens from the offensive line this past season going into this year. So got to be able to protect the quarterback. Got to be able to protect Bryce Young so he can make plays. Got to be able to protect Paul Tyson so he can make plays. He's in Jalen Milrow as he continues to grow as well. So uh, quarterback room, got to get that protection. But also the offensive line itself got to show that improvement from the first practice to this one. Got to show that they're not scared of this defense. They can hold their own. They can clap back. They can get some things done up here because you, you've got guys like Javion Cohan. You've got guys like you got Cohan, you got uh, Damian George, you've got uh, Tanner Bowles, you've got Tommy Brown. You've got some guys here on this offensive line that, though they have not gotten just a ton of playing time yet, they do have some experience. And also, you look at your, your freshman guys, where Tommy Brockemeyer, J.C. Latham, and uh, Terrence Ferguson are concerned also. So this is a scrimmage for those guys, these young guys, to hold their ground, to stand up against this first-team defense first team unit and protect the quarterback, show Coach Saban, show Doug Marone, the offensive line coach, that you have taken 
some, uh, you've taken steps, you've taken progression, you've taken growth, and you're ready to apply that to being on the field here on Saturday. Coach Saban mentioned this week in practice that the uh, the young guys on the offensive line and the group as a whole gotten better, playing with more fire, playing with more consistency, playing with more confidence. So they got to take it out there on the field and protect the quarterbacks here in this second scrimmage. As we go on over to the next idea here in previewing this, we got the running backs and the wide receivers. Starting this thing off with the running backs here, running backs didn't have an opportunity to really break out, have big runs, have massive production. They did some solid things, some good things in the first scrimmage, but they didn't have that, they didn't have those those big runs, those chunk plays at that massive type of production. So here in this situation, when you look at Brian Robinson, Keenan Robinson, uh, Jace McClellan, and Roy Dale Williams, a big chance for this group of four to go out here and have a big showing under running backs coach Robert Gillespie, hit those holes, create those big plays, get into the second and third level of a defense, pound these guys a little bit, running backs. This is their chance to show what they can do. Yes, Najee Harris is gone. We get that. But B-Rob's got experience. B-Rob's got leadership. B-Rob's played a lot of football. Here's a big opportunity for him. Jace McClellan, played a, he's played, he got in quite a bit this past season. An opportunity for him to take that next step and grow. Same with Roydale Williams. We got the return of Keenan Robinson, and he was out there in the spring of 2019. I know 2019 is different than 2021, but this, this is still a guy in Robinson. He's got the speed. He's bulked up the body, got a lot of talent, a lot of ability that he brings to the table. So for the running backs, getting out there, being able to make those plays in the open field, that for that group right there. Uh, the same thing at the wide receiver position. I know John Mechie, you know, banged, limited it this spring, not able to do as much, but the guys like Slade Bolden, Xavier Williams, Javon Baker, you know, those players. And also, you know, you got the young guys when you discuss uh, Christian Leary, Ja'Cory Brooks, and A. Hall. This is their opportunity here in this second scrimmage to show what, what they can do. Coach Saban mentioned an oppressor that well this week that Baker and Williams have both made progress. They've both improved. They've both gotten better. You know, Baker's got the physical tools. He's a much more understanding and knowing what the offense entails for him to do. The mental errors down, production numbers up for him. Xavier Williams, Ziggy, kind of a jack of all trades, can play inside, can play outside, can play, you know, all the positions, X, Z, slot, returning punts as well. Got to see those guys take that next step. But you look at Slade Bolden, a lot of people see him as more of a possession guy. Can he have, you know, a breakout moment in this second scrimmage, catching passes, building that chemistry, that timing with one Bryce Young at the quarterback position? And then, you know, some of these other guys, a Thayu Jones-Bell, a Treshawn Holden, among, along with the freshmen. What can these guys bring? What can these guys provide here to the table. So running back room, wide receiver room, didn't do all that much in the first scrimmage aside from Javon Baker catching a slant for a touchdown. But this is their opportunity to step up and have a big moment here on Saturday. And then last but not least here, the Alabama defense. Will the defense win again? 
it dominated the first scrimmage, and it created a lot of conversation. People were talking about, is the defense back? Is the Bama defense good? Are they set to go? Is Pete Golding really going to do this thing? Like, is this a bit, Are we going to have a solid, you no know, stomp down, good defense in the coming fall? Well, they go out here and they dominate the second scrimmage. It becomes less of questions and more of confirmed statements of Alabama's going to have a defense. Alabama's going to have a group that's going to come at our position this season and shut some things down. So, you know, the final thought process there is for U.S. fans, can Alabama defense go out there and continue building off of what it did in the first scrimmage? It's going to be fun. I think we'll be able to have – some key success there. But we take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that dial. We're just getting started. Upon our return, we dive into your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chat, your texts, your chats, your conversations. Begin to a dialogue with you, the fans, after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Wit Will Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WitWillSports.com and get your title towel today. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilysheirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. As we are back in from the break here on a Friday, TGIF edition of the show, Number one ticket for Bama football news, in my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Got to shout out Jimmy Clay, baby. Boom, baby. Jimmy Clay again. That $25 donation to the Super Chats. Appreciate the love he continues to show and does show here toward us at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But we get into the other phone lines. The call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. That's the number right there, 205-448-1358. And we start the night off with Waylon. My brother, how you feeling on Friday? Well, I feel pretty good. Today's Friday, TGIL, so we're going into the weekend. Maybe we won't have any storms here tonight. Everything's looking A-OK there. Got everything aired out on Wednesday. I think the britches ought to be smelling a little better now instead of like they were Wednesday. But anyway, we got a lot here to talk about. We want to start off here with it seems like every day we have to mention somebody passed away. Of course, you you know, you take yourself, uh, the uh, being a journalist like you are, sports writer, uh, sports broadcaster, however you want to say it, you know, you have to remember Mr. Bill Lumpkin that passed away on Monday at 92. I know you remember Bill Lumpkin. Bill was great. I mean, Bill – Bill was the reason why journalism became a strong thing. I mean, Bill Bill took it to heart. And he, he did it the right way. Did it the right way. Hunted out the story. Bill could hunt out a story. 
Boy, I tell you what he could, Bill. You know, he done it the hard way back in, you know, with the newspaper was the internet back into us. And uh, you got to see the news a couple of times a day, and you got that paper and Bill and Cecil Hurts. You know, Bill's passed on down at 92. I think Cecil sort of moves in to that position now. Cecil's been down at Tuscaloosa News for a long time. And then I think Paul will come up behind Cecil. We're not hoping Cecil any bad things on him. Hope he lives to be a, a 200 years old, but, you know, Paul sort of slide in then, but uh, as they said, they got in the crop duster back in, and like an old crop duster plane, you get about five or six people in there, and they would around landed close they could from campus to campus there, and they'd go to the colleges, and they'd like go out to the coaches like Coach Bryant's house, Coach Dooley, Coach Battle in the semis up at Tennessee, Coach Majors, Bill Battle, I said that, Shug, everybody you know, they wouldn't got the stories, and that's, that's how it went, you know, so, Bill, we rest in peace, and uh, uh, Stephen and uh, uh, Cecil and Paul to carry your uh, memory on very well. want to remember your DMX on this COVID-19. I tell you what, people, this COVID-19 is a serious thing. We're overlooking this stuff. Uh, I took my first shot. You want to, I think maybe that's the reason I'm turning into the Incredible Hook. I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to try to go get that second in the Lord's Willing here at the end of April. And uh, uh, we want to remember DMX because this COVID-19, I tell you, it's just a serious, serious, serious situation here. Everybody in the chat looking good this big money tonight. I need to get me a bar of money. Stay where I can go get me a steak tonight. Anyway, y'all looking good. I'm going to get out of here. Cities, towns, countries, and states. TD appreciates every one of you. I guarantee you. All right, y'all be safe for the weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Y'all be good. Bye-bye, everyone. Appreciate that call that coming from Wayland to start off this Friday. We take our next call. You're live on the show. What's going on? What's going on? Even if you were Senator Hines, how you doing today, man? What's going on, pimp man? What's going on? Nothing much, man. Just wanna, you know, how I do shout out my boobers gang in the chat, fam. And um, everybody that's supporting this channel. I love y'all. But I want to tackle that first topic today, man. Um some a position that I'm very excited about. Um that 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 offensive line, man. Um and hold on. And uh, I just I just need somebody like to really look at our roster and look at the depth of talent we have on the offensive line, the depth of young talent, um, and just not worry about uh, Alabama's um, offensive line production. We have an NFL head coach who specializes in offensive line development coming to work with a group of offensive linemen who were working with one of the nation's top offensive lineman coach for the past two or three years. I mean, the the system just continues to develop. It's it like a current wheel, and you can't deny it, man. The results are proven. So I feel like they, they probably got woke up that first Um But like you said, Stephen, the, 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 the reports were kind of mixed. You know, defense was going him, and then offense picking up. Bryce Young got in a good rhythm, you know. Um, so I'm excited. Um, so just for my uh, – question for you today who do you see filling in those roles at the cross the front line um the best five out there who is your five be? okay my, okay so my, my five and i'll make this quick so my five i would have neil at left tackle at left guard at left guard give me neil at left tackle give me jv on cohen at left guard Give me Chris Owens at center. Give me Ekior at right guard. And I, I, I just really like uh, J.C. Latham. I'll take J.C. Latham at right tackle. But I appreciate that call. They're coming in from Senator starting us off here on this Friday. Definitely appreciate that call from Senator. But quick little topic right here, folks, and it goes to um, 
it goes to looking at the uh, man, J- oh, Waddle. My goodness, I almost went away from me right there. But it goes to Jalen Waddle, Alabama former Alabama wide receiver. Jalen Waddle has inked a deal with Nike, so Waddle becomes the third former Crimson Tide standout, joining Derrick Henry, the 2015 Heisman Trophy winner, and Amari Cooper, the, 20, the 2014 Fred Belitnikoff Award winner. Uh, Waddle becomes the third former Crimson Tide standout to ink a deal uh, with Nike. So the young man already projected to be or to go early in the first round of the upcoming NFL draft here late in this month. But to have him sign, ink his contract with Nike, big deal there. Very proud for one Jalen Waddle, the young man out of Houston, Texas, who had a marvelous career for the Crimson Tide from 2018 to this past season. We take a break right now, folks. Don't touch that down because upon our return, we get into this young group of wide receivers, this this young group of freshmen that signed in this recent recruiting class. A lot of people feel like this group has the potential to be as good, if not better, than, than Judy, Ruggs, Smith, and Waddle. We'll talk about this group of freshman receivers after this. You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw the foes up, but now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. As we have rolled back in here, folks, rolled back in here from the break of the number one form for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine here on a Friday. As always, be sure to give us a thumbs up on the show on YouTube. Give us that thumbs up. Hit that like button. Also hit that subscribe button and turn on all of those notifications so that way you can have the best in news, notes, alerts, and coverage on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. If you're trying to become a member to TDA on YouTube, here's what you do. You check out the link in the chat line, also in the description, and that link will take you step-by-step in showing you how to become a member. But beginning now... This young group of freshman wide receivers that came into this recent signing class for the Crimson Tide, uh, a lot of people I've heard in conversations that, you know, as good as Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs III, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Waddle were, and they were exquisite, magnificent, magnificent, remarkable, exceptional, awesome, any type of positive adjective you want to throw into the mix there, that they look at this group of Christian Leary, Aja Hall, Ja'Cory Brooks, and JoJo Earl, who comes in in the summer, and they look at this group as being just as good, if not better, than the four aces who have left the program. Two were first-round picks. The other two are going to be, you know, first-round picks. And um, what's interesting here is 
people sometimes don't all the way realize, right, what made the group that just left so good. The 2017 receivers with Waddle added to that list uh, was, the, was the biggest collection of talent Alabama brought in of the Nick Saban era. And uh, we knew uh, – uh, pinpointing down uh, what each one of those guys brought to the table. Case in point, Jerry Judy. You knew what you were going to get in Judy. You were going to get speed, hands, routes, juke moves, a lot of juke moves, the ability to uh, distribute his weight properly as he got in and out of breaks, in and out of cuts. So you knew what you were going to get from Jerry Judy. And then you knew what you were going to get in in, uh, Henry Ruggs. You were going to get incredible, top-end, world-class, Usain Bolt-type speed. You were going to get that type of speed. You were also going to get big, leaping, elevation ability to snatch balls out of the air, making those contested catches. Henceforth, that's where the 42-and-a-half-inch vertical comes in where Ruggs was concerned. And then for Jalen Waddle, you knew you were going to get speed, quickness, and just a combination of versatility in terms of Waddle could play inside, he could play outside, you can put him in motion, you can have him as a kick returner, punt returner. Jalen Waddle was what I would call instant offense. He was instant, instant offense, big play, big lightning, just waiting to happen just waiting to uh, emerge and, and go forth. And then, in terms of Devontae Smith, you knew you were getting just perfect, uh, a perfectionist, a, te- a technician in terms of you know his route running, the smoothest routes, not a wasted motion, not a hair out of place. I remember we had you know, Mac Herford, former Alabama wide receiver, featured on the show a while back, and he talked about how Smitty was just the prototypical, perfect wide receiver. Route so smooth, route so clean. Uh, You never worried about Smitty getting in and out of his routes because his way of putting concepts together was poetry in motion. So you had the routes of Smitty, you had the blocking of Smitty, just tough guy would put his hands on you, drive you off the ball, and springing running backs down the field, wide receivers down the field, the routes, the blocking, uh, the, the competitiveness, just, just sheer dog-like mentality. You knew that you were going to get that from Smitty. And then last but not least, the ability to come up clutch in critical moments. It didn't matter what time of the game it was, whether it was a national championship catch against Georgia in the 2018 game. It doesn't matter if it was a game-winning catch in 2017 against Mississippi State at Starkville Davis Wade Stadium. It didn't matter what the moment was, if it was big, if it was critical, if it was important, Devontae Smith was getting his hands on the football. So we, we, we all kind of knew what all four of these guys brought to 
the table. But the question is, we have to learn. The question is, what does, what does this group, what does this 2021 group bring? And we have to learn this group, right? We have to learn what does Christian Leary provide? What does JoJo Earl provide? What does Asia Hall provide? What does Shakori Brooks provide? Now, we can do some guesstimations. Of course, we can do guest, uh, guesstimations and speculate things. So, in, in terms of guesstimation right now, looking at Hall, who is 6'3", you could say he would be the Julio Jones, physical, big body, jump ball, red zone type of target. Uh, Asia Hall kind of speaks to me. In that aspect, when you look at a Ja'Cory Brooks at six foot two, you could say he's kind of the uh, Calvin Ridley, Devontae Smith in terms of route running, if you will. Ja'Cory Brooks can run some good routes. He can run some smooth routes. He can put some concepts together. So he could be that. Now, will he grow to become that? Remains to be seen, but he can be that just looking at the guesstimation and seeing his size, his measurables, and what he can potentially do on the field. When you look at a Christian Leary, he can be kind of a, a Henry Ruggs, if you will. Speed there, track type speed, uh, acceleration there, burst there. He can have that, that, that ability to go up and make contested catches also in the middle of traffic. Now, will he become that guy? He could. That remains to be seen. But just looking at his size, looking at his build, his measurables, there could be some Henry Ruggs-esque type of ability with a Christian Leary. I mean, of course, JoJo Earl, of whom, in my opinion, he can do a, an assortment of things well. He's kind of a, a combination of things, if you will, when you discuss his speed, his acceleration, uh, his burst, his ability to, to, to run routes. And if you could put him on special teams as well, returning kicks, returning punts, we could see what he's capable of doing. But, but I, I always found it interesting when, when I've been able to talk to fans and, and converse uh, with fans about, you know, this group here at wide receiver, that they, they say, you know, the 2017 group was amazing. The 2017 group was dynamic. That was Saban's most prized possession collection of offensive talents. But there's this group here for 2021 that they just feel like uh, Leary, Earl, uh, Hall and Brooks, they have what it takes to not only be as good as the group that just left, but maybe even better. Now, for me, I look at Ajay Hall as somebody that could potentially break through that force field, and of the four, he may be the one to start in the upcoming season, going back to his size, his skill set, his physicality, being a jump ball type guy. Now, does this mean that Christian Leary won't be able to do anything in year one? Does it mean that he could break through? We'll see. Does that mean Ja'Cory Brooks doesn't break through? He very well could possibly they will. And even when you look at Leary and, and JoJo Earl also, I'm just saying, just looking at the size factor of Asia Hall, that's what you know, I'm leaning toward right there. But then you also have to take into account Bama's also still has uh, Trayshawn Holden. People want to see him. And also Thayu Jones-Bell as well. But the fans, you guys out here, you look at this 2021 group as a group that could potentially you know, be better than the 2017 group with Jalen Waddle added in there. But we take a break right now here on the show, folks. But upon our return, we dive back into your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your super chats, getting a dialogue going with you, the Tide Nation, after this. 
Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit WeOwnTheFourthQuarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. start of the fourth quarter we throw them foes up but now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter get your four finger bling necklace at we own the fourth it's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all crimson tide players and fans as we represent the legendary alabama football fourth quarter dominance get your four finger bling necklace right now at we own the fourth get yours today and stun on them haters Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. And we are back in here, folks, from the break of a number one ticket here for Bama Football News. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine on a Friday. And before we get into your phone calls, call statement brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang. Got to remind you of MyBookie.ag. It's MyBookie.ag, latest sponsor here to TDA. You feel lucky, you feel fortunate, you feel like you got the swagger, the skills to pay the bills in terms of wagering on these football games. Here's what you do. You check out our guys at mybookie.ag. You make the right play, sign up today, and when you do, you use the promo code TDAlabama and to get your deposit matched halfway. That's all the way up to a thousand bucks. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. You cannot, cannot beat it. Check them out right now. Mybookie.ag. That is mybookie.ag. Get that win on right now but we go over here down to the phone lines to take your calls 205-448-1358 that's the number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show 205-448-1358 we take a call right now you're live on the show what's going on hey steve this is mike from kentucky how you doing tonight brother hey mike what's happening with your man well i'm just sitting and listening to the receiver chatter and uh as ludicrous as it sounds, losing two guys that are going to go early, I mean, I mean way early in the NFL draft, I don't think there's going to be a, a big drop-off. That's <laughs> ridiculous to say that, but th- some of these young kids coming up have All-American potential. And at the University of Alabama, the, the excellence at the, the level of recruiting and thought that goes into getting these kids inexperience our natural talent that we're just getting can can make up a lot for the inexperience but it all comes down to a quarterback that can see the field and if you'll watch some of the uh bryce young's junior year in high school senior year in high school film if he can regain if he can see the field in college like he did in high school probably nobody getting us this year 
I, I mean, that kid impressed me. I noticed him his junior year when he beat IMG Academy when they had Sanders and our starting left tackle right now. I mean, they had some – IMG's always got dudes. And when, when you can beat a school like that, the, the whole team's going D1, that opened my eyes. And I started watching that kid for a couple of years. If he can, If he can get that form with more experience and see the field like he did in high school, it's going to be ridiculous. I mean, Mike, I, I, I mean, Mike, I, I've been having conversations with Bama fans about this young group at wide receiver. And like you mentioned, it's mind-boggling because Jerry, Judy, and Henry Ruggs both went in the first round. And now you look at, you know, Waddle and Smitty are both going to go high in the first round. But you talk to other people, well, I mean, we lost those guys, but this Asia Hall kid is going to be the man. This Ja'Cory Brooks, this Christian Leary, this JoJo Earl, and I know this is the greatest class that Save has brought in on paper, but just listen to the people. They, they, they truly believe this 2021 group here at wide receiver is going to be a group you don't want to mess with. But we appreciate that. We appreciate Mike from Kentucky there calling in, giving his thoughts on, on Bryce Young and the receiver room, the young receiver room that being. We take a call right now. You're live on the show. What's going on? Roll Tide, Stephen. What's going on, New Jack? Hey, man. You know, I just wanted to call and say I did hear you on Fine Bomb, and, you know, I understand that this is your passion, and, boy, I, I love the show. Uh I I wanted to say that, you know, I think that it's really a question mark on Texas A&M and Florida because they're both replacing quarterbacks. And you really – you just can't can't tell for sure who's going to have the, the advantage on that Texas A&M-Florida question. Uh, and I what mean, else? Yeah. Um, I did hear a guy say uh, yesterday, I think, that Miami was going to beat us 34-13. And immediately I recognized that is the score of the 1990, January 1st, 1993 uh, Sugar Bowl, where, you know, I'm sure you remember or, or you at least saw on YouTube, George Teague snatched that ball away from uh, Lamar Thomas. Uh, but anyway, I don't think Miami's going to be beating us 34-13. I don't think Miami's going to have a quarterback. I think we're going to have the best quarterback between – Paul Tyson and Bryce Young, and that is going to be a great quarterback. No matter what the Stephen M. Smith haters out there want to criticize and try to deride our show, we got the best show. I love this show. There ain't nobody loving uh, that other show like Jimmy loves this show. Jimmy's got mad love for this show. And uh, nobody, you know, I heard a video where you called yourself like the, you were doing a Kenyon Drake call, you know, where he did that uh, touchdown return, and you said, I'm like Chris Fowler. But, you know, really, you're like Eli Gold. You're like Eli Gold when the game's not on. You know, you, you talk with enthusiasm. You speak it like a fan. But you're, 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 you're immensely knowledgeable. And, you know, I'm just loving the show. I'm always going to throw love on the show. I, I hope Uncle Charles is next. Uh, I'm going to stop talking. Please comment if you want to. 
Appreciate that call that coming in there from New Jack, which is getting back to his thoughts on uh, Texas A&M and, uh, and Florida. I mean, I, I gave Texas A&M a slight edge just due to, at some point, Jimbo Fisher's got to do something. I mean, for the life of me, I wonder, is Jimbo Fisher really the quarterback savant we all claim him to be, or have we just been propping him up for years? I mean, I, I don't know. So I, I would like to see Jimbo Fisher finally do Something there at A&M, but it is what it is. But cool topic here right now we're about to get into uh, as Alabama football continuing with spring practice. Alabama men's basketball getting to these recruits. This is what happens when you make a big run, a deep run in the NCAA tournament as Nate Oates and the Tide did get to the, to the Sweet 16. You bring in the young, you bring in the recruits, the young men, and Bama has brought in uh, two guys. You've got you, 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 you got two guys. One guy you got uh, – trying names are slipping me right now. But uh, they, they got two guys who they both uh, came in. One was a transfer coming in from Texas Tech. Uh, Narami – thank you, there, Narami. You got, you, you got Narami coming in here from Texas Tech. And then you've got the one kid that, that came in, Charles, Charles Badoki. Charles Badoki coming in uh, as, as the freshman. So you have two guys, two combo guards here, well, one combo guard and one forward in this 2021 class. And going back to uh, Narami here, uh, this guy, former five-star, former McDonald's All-American coming into the program. So like I mentioned, when you uh, win the NCAA, when you get deep in the NCAA tournament, you get the recruits, uh, you get the young men coming in here to play uh, aspiring basketball here under one Nate Oates. But we take our our break here on the show when we get back we will dive more so into a topic of why are the NFL draft pundits why are the NFL draft experts continuing to nitpick 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 Alabama players and just do them wrong in the draft process we'll talk about that after this If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. 
as we're back in here from the break, folks, before we get into the final topic of conversation, got to get this thing right here and correct myself in terms of Alabama men's basketball and the recruits that this program is fine program bringing in. Uh, the first guy was center Charles Badeco. Charles Badeco out of IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. He's the commit right now, the center. And then you've got the transfer guard from Texas Tech by the name of Namari Burnett. So you got Namari Burnett, transfer combo guard from Texas Tech, who's coming to the Crimson Tide. And you got Charles Badeco, the hard commitment, the center out of IMG down there in Bradenton, Florida. So big kudos there to Nate Oates. He's getting to these young men these recruits here for Bama men's basketball. But also before we get into the final topic of conversation, we've got to remind you of TDAware.com. That is TDAware.com. So for all of you fans, Crimson Tide fans, still overjoyed with the Tide's national championship, we want you to check out our championship collection merch. Now this means you go, you grab you, a 18 of them things, folk T-shirt, hoodie or sweatshirt as well as our got 18 we do shirts designs which features all 18 championship years on the back you head over to tdaware.com do it right now tdaware.com you go over championship collections merch tab get you those shirts today showing that support for coach saban the university of alabama student athletes and us here at touchdown alabama magazine but beginning now final topic of conversation and this is one that irks me this is one that irks me i mean um, i don't know uh, this has been happening here for a minute but it's starting to reach a very high volume and it's the nfl draft pundits the nfl draft experts in this process that really just nitpick and just not only just nitpick but just really sort of hating on the Bama players if you will in this draft process and two uh that I'm going to get into right now Mac Jones and Devontae Smith the draft experts do this to a lot to, to many of the Bama players but Mac Jones and Devontae Smith are really where they're sticking their heads out here and starting this thing off with Mac Jones I mean you got people saying, well, we can't evaluate him. We don't know how to evaluate him. We don't know if it was him or was the talent around him. It was more so the talent around him. He had everything. He had the greatest offensive line, the greatest head coach, the greatest wide receivers. He never trailed. He never played from behind. He never played with adversity. He, he played at Alabama, which is a fantasy world. That's not going to work out in the NFL. You know, he had all of these weapons. It's hard to evaluate Mac Jones. It's hard to truly evaluate Mac Jones. Oh, hold on here. He never trailed. Are you kidding me? Did you not watch the Georgia game? And Alabama was down 24 to 20 at halftime and could have been down 24 to 17 if not for Will Riker busting a 52-yard field goal. I mean, did you not see that? Did you not see there were moments in the old Miss game where Mac Jones and Alabama trailed? And, and, and then they go, he never really had adversity or played in a competitive game. Did you not see how competitive that SEC championship game was between Bama and Florida? If I recall, the final score was 52 to 46. That was a very competitive football game, people. And 
Uh, along with that, they, they, people go back to, well, he had the weapons. He had all of his help. You know, he had Judy, and he had Ruggs, and he had Smitty, and he had Waddle. First and foremost, Judy and Ruggs were primarily Tua, were primarily Tua Tungavangoa's receivers during Tua's time as the starting quarterback. Primarily, the guys that were the guys were Jones, Mac Jones started a full season. You're looking at he only had one, he only had one guy go the full year healthy, and that was Devontae Smith. He had Jalen Waddle a little bit, but then Waddle goes down with an injury, and he's looking at, come on, John Metchie, help me out here. Come on, Slade Bolden, help me out here. Come on, Jaleel Billingsley, help me out here. Come on, Xavier Williams, help me out here. And um, I'm a military brat, okay? Family, I got, I got family on both sides that they're in the military. And, I've, and I've, I've always been on the side of, if you're going to rip a quarterback for having talent, for having weapons, i.e. Mac Jones, but I better be seeing, I better be seeing a whole bunch of ripping. I better be, if we gonna rip Mac Jones, I better be seeing folks ripped up to smithereens. And I'm talking about Trevor Lawrence. I'm talking about uh, Justin Fields. I'm talking about Joe Burrow. I better be seeing folks ripped up to smithereens because we rip Mac Jones, but I haven't seen a soul rip Joe Burrow. And he had Jamar Chase, Belitnikoff Award winner, first round pick. He had Justin Jefferson, first round pick. He had Thaddeus Moss, the son of Randy Moss. He had Terrace Marshall Jr., a high round draft pick. He had Clyde Edwards Hilaire out the backfield, who was drafted first round last year. Oh, and not to mention he had Joe Brady as his offensive coordinator slash passing game coordinator. But nobody rips Joe Burrow for his weapons. Nobody rips uh, Trevor Lawrence for his weapons. Nobody rips Justin Fields for his weapons. Nobody rips any quarterback for the weapons, but because it's Alabama, people want to rip Mac Jones. People want to sit there and be like, he, he never did this, he never did this, because he played at Alabama. He got pressured at Alabama, he got blitzed at Alabama, he had to overcome some stuff at Alabama, and he was able to get it done, people, and win a championship. Watch the tape, watch the film, the film don't lie. If we're going to rip everybody else, if we're going to rip Mac Jones, then we better be ripping everybody else up. Because if we're going to be fair about this thing, let's be 100, let's keep it a hundred, let's keep it a buck, a thousand about this thing because every major division one program in college football they all have weapons J justin fields had weapons trevor lawrence had weapons uh zach zach wilson had weapons trey lance they all had weapons so if we're gonna take our shots at mac jones i better be seeing shots taken at every single quarterback in this draft now moving on here to, to one Devontae smith it, it is incredible how it's incredible how and no offense to Jamar Chase and, and Kyle Pitts. They are tremendous players. They are tremendous young men. They are tremendous athletes. Both of these two should be first-rounders and will be first-rounders and high first-rounders, absolutely. But it blows my mind that Jamar Chase can opt out, miss an entire season, not play, and people go, 
That's still the best receiver in this draft. That's the best talent in this draft. That's the safest guy in this draft. He's NFL ready. No, he's NFL ready. NFL ready. But here comes the brother in Devontae Smith that won the freaking Heisman, that won the Bolitnikov, that won the AP Player of the Year, that won unanimous first team All-American, and he's getting hit with, he's too small. He's too skinny. He's too frail. He's a feather. He's too tiny. You don't draft skinny dudes early. I don't think he's going to transition. His body can't take those hits. He's just not durable enough. Oh, I don't know about Devontae Smith. People, watch the tape. Stop listening to all these folks. Watch the tape. You watch the tape. Don't let your eyes deceive you. If you want to know how good Devontae Smith is, go ask Derek Stingley. Go ask Sean Wade of Ohio State, who's probably, who's probably picking up scrap iron cans outside my house. Go ask Marco Wilson of Florida. Go ask uh, Eric Stokes of Georgia. Go ask these DBs. Go ask them. They went up against this man one-on-one, and he shredded them to bits. Go ask these folks. And after you ask them folks, go ask the defensive coordinators that had to scheme and strategize against Devontae Smith. And it didn't matter what they did, they couldn't stop the brother. Go, and, and then after you go ask all the people, go sit down and watch the darn tape. That's all you need to do. Watch the tape. Watch the routes. Watch the catches, watch the dog mentality, watch the elevation. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Because a lot of these draft experts, they don't even know. They have no earthly idea of how the draft is going to go down. We don't even know if Trevor Lawrence is going to be actually the number one overall pick. Who knows? Urban Meyer could take Justin Fields number one overall and, and, and mess the whole thing up. You're, you, they don't know. These experts don't know. All they can do is make suggestions. All they can do is make predictions. All they can do is make assumptions. But it it is crazy how you get the Bama players that get nitpicked in the draft process every single year. They start off getting praised, and then as the draft gets closer and closer, they get nitpicked. And and, and I look at Smitty, I'm like, the brother just won the Heisman, and y'all making it seem like more of a curse than a blessing. Watch the tape. Don't let your eyes deceive you. The tape don't lie. Smitty and Mac Jones will both be early first-round picks on the night of April 29th. That is a Thursday. But as always, Tide Nation, you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage here on your favorite program, that being Bama Football. You can access this by downloading the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app uh, from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple, a Google Play Store if you just so happen to have the Android phone for your audio listening needs. We got you covered right here. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, or iHeartRadio. We got you covered. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll be back on Monday continuing the conversation that is tied football. Remember, Bama fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be in the description. Also, if you're trying to cop that print edition of 
of Touchdown Alabama magazine. You go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member, become a subscriber today. That link in the description. You can also copy that four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of weownthefourthquarter.com. That link in the description. Gotta shout out my man, New Jack, baby. New Jack one time. That 888 in the super chats. Appreciate that love. They're coming from New Jack. But until next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children continue to do the good thing, the fun thing, the right thing, the smart thing, the legitimate thing to not be bored. Get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day, Protect yourself, protect the loved ones around you. Until next time, folks, it's been in my own words.